Real Exam English, Episode 3, Food. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. My name is Trevor. So today's topic is food, which I think is my favorite topic. I'm a complete foodie. I love cooking, restaurants, shopping for food, and of course eating. Um, okay, so food is a really good opportunity to show off some great vocabulary in the exam. And very often I hear people saying something like, oh, I like Italy because of the food. Come on, it's a higher level English exam. You have to show off a little bit. Much better to say, I like Italy because of the mouthwatering gastronomy or the delicious local delicacies. You know, you got to impress the examiners, so make an effort. Okay, in today's episode, we have speakers from four different countries. That's a really nice mix of accents for you. And remember, if you can't follow everything, the transcripts are available over on Real Exam English. Okay, then let's go with the questions. What do you usually have for breakfast? I'm pretty bad with breakfast. I'm not a huge breakfast person. I kind of do like one meal late in the morning and that kind of tides me over until dinner time. Uh, so I'm kind of more of a brunch person, me. Uh, but if I did do breakfast, it's usually like either a small bowl of cereal or, but more often than not, it's a slice of toast or something like that. Not big on breakfast. Sorry. Okay. Although, ex you know, except for brunch, which I just love. I, I love eggs. What dishes are you good at cooking? I cook a lot, obviously. Uh, everyday dishes are that the kids will eat are difficult. Uh, they're not necessarily things I would eat. Um, I, I think I'm pretty okay with cooking most things. I've gotten much better at baking recently since having kids because, you know, there's always a birthday party or um, cupcakes that need making, you know. But, yeah, like generally I try and keep my cooking simple. I don't like to use too many dishes in the kitchen because it requires m much cleaning. But, um, you know, I try to, you know, lots of curries, chilies, uh, stir fries, that sort of thing, pasta. Um, and then, you know, when it's winter time, then it's kind of casseroles and stews and, um, and roast dinners. Yummy. I think I'd like to go for dinner in that house. Uh, there's a lot of dishes there that you would consider to be very typical, uh, British dishes or the same in Ireland where this speaker Mary lives. So she mentioned curries, chilies, stir fries, pasta, what else did she have? She had casseroles, stews and roast dinners. Um, so this is very typical in, in the in the UK or Ireland. You'll notice that these, that these dishes are from all over the world, really, like curries would be from India or perhaps the, the Caribbean. Chilies are from Mexico. Stir fries are from Asia. Pasta is from Italy casseroles and stews could be French, Spanish, or from any country really, I suppose. And yeah, so that's uh, something that, that you'll notice a lot if you go to live in, in the UK or, or in Ireland. Um, something else I would like to comment on here is the phrasal verb that she used in the first answer about breakfast. 
And she said, um, I kind of do one meal late in the morning and that kind of tides me over until dinner time. And this phrasal verb to tide over is used to describe uh, something that you need to help you to get through a difficult period. So in this case, it was uh, a long gap without food. But more typically, you would use it with regards to money. So, you know, someone might say, oh, he wanted money to tide him over until the end of the month when he gets paid. Okay, so that's a really nice phrasal verb and uh, more of an unusual one. What is your favorite dessert? Um, let's see. Well, I can just think off the top of my head. Well, oh, I know. I like cake. Cake is my favorite dessert in general. We just had churros yesterday, though, and I love churros. Would you enjoy cooking food for a large group of people? Would I enjoy it? Or yeah. No, absolutely not. I don't enjoy cooking at all. <laughs> I do it because I have to, but um, no, I mean, I enjoy being together and everything. And I enjoy it, um, the like maybe teamwork in cooking part, but the actual cooking, I don't really enjoy at all. <laughs> if it could be my way, it would just be takeout with a whole bunch of people. Considering that speaker is from the United States, then that last answer is not really too surprising. Uh, if you've lived in, in in America, then you'll notice that compared to Europe, people tend to cook uh, far less there. And it's very common to order takeout, as Karen said. So takeout or takeaway is when you get food from uh, a restaurant or you get it delivered to your, to your house. And I would also just like to mention this expression that she used in the first answer about dessert. She said, uh, I can just think off the top of my head. And this expression off the top of my head is used uh, when you haven't really put too much thought into something beforehand, or perhaps somebody has kind of surprised you with, with the question. So for example, someone might ask you, I don't know, something like, uh, how much do you think a new microphone is? And you would say, oof, off the top of my head, I'd say 50 euros. Okay, so you're kind of having a guess. That's when you, you really don't know. What food or drinks do you think are unhealthy? I subscribe to the, the viewpoint that everything in moderation is usually fine for you. So I don't think that anything is healthy or unhealthy per se. It's how much of it you have and whether you, you, know, you do exercise and you make sure you look after your health by, by having a, a balanced diet as well. What a nice posh London accent. I love it. And uh, the introduction to this answer was really nice. Okay, so it, it was, I subscribe to the viewpoint that everything in moderation is usually fine for you. And this expression, I subscribe to the viewpoint is just a fancy way of saying I think. And it's really important to have some different ways to say I think because the nature of the exam is that very often you have to give your opinion. Okay, so different things that you can say are, I suppose, I reckon, I believe, I guess, I'd say that, or if you want to be really fancy, you can copy this one and say, I subscribe to the viewpoint that whatever, really nice. Uh, when you go to a restaurant, which is more important to you, the atmosphere or the food? Um, well, in my opinion, I... I would prefer more of the of the 
the f- I, I love food. So for me, food is going to be more important to me than an atmosphere. I can go to a bummy, sleazy restaurant, but as long as they serve good food, I don't have a problem with that. So for me, it's going to be more about the food rather than the atmosphere itself. Have you ever tried typical food from another country? Uh, yeah, I've tried... I tried uh, typical food from uh, places of England, Spain, of course, uh, Philippines, Asia. And also, like, and if you lived in America and stuff, you get, like, those opportunities to try those uh, type of dishes, those authentic dishes um, from different cultures and things. So, yeah, I've been, like, very exposed to different types of food. Two answers there from that speaker who is from California in the USA. And we heard some good American vocabulary there, which is uh, I can go to a bummy, sleazy restaurant. Okay, so bummy, sleazy kind of means that the restaurant is of low quality or of low character. And we also heard as long as they serve good food, I don't have a problem with that. And this expression, as long as, okay, can be replaced with on the condition that or providing that, okay, and is a really good conjunction uh, to use. And again, examiners love that. And very often, if you're doing a Cambridge B2 or C1 or C2 exam, for that matter, then in the use of English part two, you will see as space as okay and there are a number of different possibilities it can be as long as as well as as much as as soon as okay or there are more and it's important to know the difference between each of those remember you can get the transcripts for this and every episode on the real exam english pages on facebook or instagram And you can also find lots of great grammar exercises there, as well as really useful tips on how to prepare for your exam. And if you want information on classes to prepare for your exam, then you can find that there also. Do you think we should try to eat food that is produced locally? Definitely. A hundred percent, I would think that. I try and eat food that's produced locally and in season. So this time of the year in Ireland, we have a lot of homegrown vegetables um, and I would always choose Irish vegetables over imported vegetables and seasonal vegetables over non-seasonal imported vegetables. When you go to a restaurant, which is more important to you, the atmosphere or the food? The atmosphere. Uh The food is important, but generally I go to a restaurant to be with my friends and um, spend some quality time out of the house. So the atmosphere is definitely more important for me. What differences are there between what young people and older people like to eat? Generally, older people would like to eat more traditional foods um, associated with that particular country that they are originally from. For example, Irish older people would like to eat potatoes, vegetables and meat. Uh, And 
just traditional Irish local food. Um, younger people tend to be more worldly and they've traveled a lot. So they eat American style food. They eat Japanese, Mexican, Italian. Uh, there's no limits to their to the variety of food that they may eat. A few answers there from that speaker who is from Ireland and is my sister, in fact. And the first answer was about food being produced locally. And there was some really nice vocabulary in this answer. Uh, firstly, she mentioned uh, food that is in season. And if food is in season, then that is the, the natural time of the year that the food is produced in a particular country. And she also mentioned homegrown vegetables, which is a really nice compound adjective. And examiners love compound nouns and compound adjectives. So if you can get them into your answers, writing or speaking, that's great. Okay, so homegrown means that they are grown at home. Um, usually that means in your own house, but in this case, it refers to the, the home country. So Ireland in this case. And also there was a variation of in-season, which was seasonal vegetables. And then we also heard about non-seasonal vegetables, uh, vegetables that are not grown naturally at that time of year in whatever particular country. And in the last of the answers, uh, there were some really nice structures. OK, uh, there was, for example, OK, and it's good to use that, that type of um, connector, for example, or for instance, or an example of this is um, because it gives a little bit of structure and as usual, examiners love structure, so uh, try to get those in there if possible. And we also heard this really nice word, uh, worldly. Okay, so the sentence was, younger people tend to be more worldly. So if you're more worldly, that means you are kind of more sophisticated um, and perhaps more well-traveled as well. So an example would be something like, um, Maria went away on Erasmus for one year and she came back a much more worldly person. A really nice vocabulary to add to your list there. What is your favorite food? Oh my goodness, that's a huge question. Um, I'm not sure I have a favorite food because it probably depends on where I am in the world. Um, I love, really love Japanese food. So uh, I love lots of raw fish and things. Um, if I'm in France, then I love really beautiful grilled fish and fresh vegetables. Um, and when we're in the north of England, all of that seems to turn into quite a lot of meat. A really nice, simple, well-structured answer there. And just to pick up on the expressions at the start that were used to buy a bit of extra time, so the speaker said, oh my goodness, that's a huge question. Okay, so we've spoken about this before, that it's good to have some kind of expression or sentences to use that will give, give you a little bit of extra time so that you can think about what you're going to say. And that's a really nice one. Some people say that food in an expensive restaurant is always better than food in a cheap restaurant. Would you agree? No. I really wouldn't agree with that. I think that line gets wheeled out quite regularly along with a couple of other ones. But um, 
you can have perfectly good quality food in a not very expensive restaurant. And that's been shown time and time again. Um, again, I think it sort of depends on what you're paying for. If you're paying a small fortune and it's a very, very nice restaurant. Um, then you're not just paying for the food, you're paying for the service, you're paying for the decor, you're paying for various other things. And if that, as an experience, uh, if that is a kind of experience that you want to have while you're eating, then you're, that's what you're really paying for. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the, the quality or the cuts of the, the food that you're having is any better than going to a smaller restaurant. Okay, nice answer there. So there was a really nice expression in the middle of this answer, paying a small fortune. And to pay a small fortune means to pay a lot of money. Also in this answer, there was some uh, really good vocabulary relating to restaurants. Firstly, there was the service, which of course is the people uh, who are serving you the food. Then there was the decor, which is how the place looks. That's the furniture, the cutlery, tablecloths, the pictures on the wall, all of that kind of stuff. And then there was the, the cuts of food. So the cuts would be the parts of the animal or fish, perhaps, that the, the restaurant gets and uses, to, and uses to prepare the food for you. Okay, that's about it for today's episode. So what you need to think about before your exam is some of your favorite dishes, some local traditional dishes, and you need to consider some general food topics like food production, organic food, vegetarianism, the growth of fast food. Okay, and I'd really love to hear from you on social media about this topic, as I am such a foodie, then let me know. Uh, tell me, what do you have for breakfast? What's your favorite food? Uh, tell me anything about food. Okay, then uh, thank you very much for listening. I hope you found this episode useful and see you next time.